You're listening to the WR Podcast, Let Freedom Ring, with your host, Will Ramos. Welcome. Where to begin? This night of the RNC, Night 4, was an epic display of unparalleled proportions. I mean, this dwarfed the DNC all four nights. And all four nights couldn't compete with the RNC's first night. They should be totally embarrassed. To this reassuring gathering of a single message, America first, and where the possibilities are endless, if only you choose to reach for that success. It is the goodness in Americans that informs the greatness of America. The freedom to do what is right and good for yourself, your family. To reap the blessings of hard work. To accomplish dreams. To live securely. To help others. Not by force of government, but by goodness of heart. Where rights are not granted by government or claimed by identities, but are unalienable as members of the human race. Today, America's greatness is challenged by those with extreme notions. Defunding law enforcement as lawlessness abounds. Hateful rhetoric, telling you what to wear and when you can work. Limiting free speech and freedom of worship. Old ideas of socialism repackaged in redefined words. Let us restore the values that made America great. We will make America strong again. Return to the higher standard. We will make America proud again. A land of freedom of speech, of worship. We will make America safe again. A land of security and prosperity. And we will A land of greatness. This was a night of real people, real stories, and real successes. People assume that if I'm not a Democrat anymore, then I must be a Republican or I must be conservative. I still consider myself a liberal, but liberalism has changed and I don't fit there anymore. As a black kid growing up in Texas, you were taught that you had to support Democrats because Republicans were for white people, supporting the rich, and we definitely weren't rich. Basically, our default setting is to be a Democrat. I'm a Democrat, my parents are Democrats. I was a huge Obama supporter. In the 2016 primary, I voted for Bernie Sanders. I mean, I was a socialist. I was renting a room in this woman's apartment. She had three or four kids from three or four different fathers. She was my age. Most of them were incarcerated. I asked her, what do you do? She goes, I'm in the system. It feels like Democrats sort of get people hooked on this drug of free money, where they basically say, you know, if you want your fix, you have to keep voting for us. 
What's at stake in November is pretty much everywhere you look. You either see prosperity and liberty and things that you want to preserve, or if you're a Democrat, everywhere you look, you see something you want to tear down and remake in the image of some other country that's not as successful as we are. I'm trying to conserve our values, our constitution, our God-given rights, right to bear arms, freedom of speech, all the things that has always made this country great. You know, it took me a good long time to get here, but I hope that Trump wins and that we can continue with the progress that he's made and the policies that he's put into place. Let's get our economy back on track and let's be moving in the right direction. A night of speaking the truth about lawlessness that's going on as we speak. Here's Dana White. It blows my mind how quickly some of the leadership in this country has forgotten the critical role first responders play in our society. Police departments and other law enforcement, even some fire departments, have faced opposition from many in this country. But they are always the people who are asked to step up when things are at their worst and put themselves at risk. That has certainly been the case during this ongoing pandemic, Come on, America, defunding these vital positions is not the answer. The first responders have always taken care of us. And now, more than ever, we need to take care of them. And the disgraceful leadership of Bill de Blasio. I would really hate to get started on this mayor. Bill de Blasio and the way he has dealt with public housing residents is disgraceful. This mayor has made our lives here, and I think every housing development, very uncomfortable. Under the Trump administration, New York City Housing Authority has received an influx of cash that it has not seen since 1997. I'm grateful for the spotlight that President Trump is putting on New York City public housing. I think it's wrong that the Democrats put illegal immigrants before black Americans. How is it that we have people waiting on the waiting list for New York City public housing for 10 years or more, but yet we have illegal immigrants living here? Something is wrong with that picture. Since HUD came in with Lynn Patton as the regional director for HUD, it helped us identify some long systemic problems that we are now putting on the table and having discussions on. President Trump's administration have opened their ear and have listened. There's been improvement in public housing. We're very appreciative of this administration that has come and finally shined a light on what's going on and bringing real solutions to a real problem. Debbie Flood, a Wisconsin manufacturing executive who said it best about Joe Biden's career. Joe Biden doesn't really know anything about business or creating jobs. He spent 47 years in government and it's doubtful that he'll finally figure it out in year 48. And I would have also added at 77 years old. He's pledged to raise our taxes and bring back excessive regulation. I own a business whose mission it is to solve problems. Anything can be solved with a little creativity. It takes courage, commitment, and ideas. And those are all things that come naturally to President Trump. And that's why he has my support. And the emotional moment with Anne Dorn, the wife of David Dorr, who got killed while trying to protect a pawn shop 
during the riots and looting that night, June 2nd, in St. Louis, while it was streamed live on Facebook. The alarm that went off the morning of June 2nd was for real. It was a violent night in St. Louis. Four officers were shot. Others were hit with rocks and fireworks. At least five businesses were damaged, looted, or set on fire. As the officer wellness coordinator and CIT coordinator with the police department, I was keenly aware of their writing and spent the evening getting ready to mobilize support for officers who were impacted. After I'd gone to bed, David received a call from Lee's alarm company. The front door of the pawn shop had been breached. This time he didn't wake me up to tell me. He probably knew I would have tried to stop him or insist on going with him. As I slept, looters were ransacking the shop. They shot and killed David in cold blood and then live streamed his execution and his last moments on earth. David's grandson was watching the video on Facebook in real time, not realizing he was watching his own grandfather dying on the sidewalk. We need to come together in peace and remember that every life is precious. And Dr. Ben Carson, who spoke on victimhood. My mother always told me, Ben, you can do anything, but I will never allow you to become a victim. It was then that I stopped listening to the people who were trying to convince me that I was a victim and that others were responsible for my victimhood. What is racist is the fact that African-Americans have the highest abortion rate. President Trump is the most pro-life president in the country's history. He will continue to fight for those who cannot yet speak. The vision of a shining city upon a hill came from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. America is that shiny city. We are the beacon of hope for the world. At this moment in time, President Donald Trump is the man with the courage, the vision, and the ability to keep it shining brightly. And former Mayor Rudy Giuliani on Joe Biden. Don't let Democrats do to America what they have done to New York. Again, the Democrats are urging you to vote for an obviously defective candidate. Biden has changed his principles so often, he no longer has any principles. He's a Trojan horse with Bernie, AOC, Pelosi, Black Lives Matter, and his party's entire left wing just waiting to execute their pro-criminal, anti-police, socialist policies. The whole unprecedented wave of lawlessness began with a truly just cause, the unforgivable police killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Peaceful protests began all over the land. The condemnation of the killing was universal, from President Trump to Democrat leaders. It seemed, for a few brief shining moments, Democrat and Republican leaders would come together with a unified proposal to reduce police misconduct. This possibility was very dangerous to the left. They had a president to beat and a country to destroy, 
And although an agreement on action against police brutality would be very valuable for the country, it would also make President Trump appear to be an effective leader. They could have none of that. So Black Lives Matter and Antifa sprang into action, and in a flash, they hijacked the peaceful protests into vicious, brutal riots. Soon protests turned into riots in many other American cities, almost all Democrat. Businesses were burned and crushed, people beaten, shot and killed, police officers routinely assaulted, badly beaten, and occasionally murdered, and the police handcuffed by progressive Democrat mayors from doing anything but observe the crimes and absorb the blows. But the worst of it was the slaughter of innocent young people with their whole lives ahead of them. The U.S. attorney announced charges against Dr. Charles Lieber and two Chinese nationals today. A systematic decision by many of our country's most powerful leaders to sell out America to China. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. A 2013 trip to China getting new attention this morning, not for what Joe Biden did, but for who he brought with him. As the threat from China grew larger and more threatening, Biden seemed to grow more accommodating to the Chinese government. Questions about money he made from foreign business dealings while his father was vice president. And they knew they can get to Joe Biden's heart through his son, Hunter Biden. They hoped to raise $1.5 billion. One person who did not want to talk about it, Joe Biden. When it was already clear China had lied to the world in ways that hurt the world about a deadly outbreak of the Wuhan coronavirus, Biden was still flacking for the Chinese government. I, you know, they're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a, they're, they're not, they're not a competition for us. China would prefer Joe Biden. The president has helped countless families, but to only go unnoticed by the biased media. His countless accomplishments will determine his re-election, where once again the not-so-silent majority will strike again and give a thunderous vote for another four years. Tonight was an epic night, and in closing, an amazing fireworks display. A show that crushed any 4th of July fireworks show that I've ever seen in my lifetime. And while looking at the fireworks... As you can see, there was an explosion where the letters came to read Trump. <laughs> and then there was another explosion. 2020 appeared. Truly amazing. Truly entertaining. And in Trump fashion, he accepted his renomination and gave an epic speech. And after, an Italian opera singer closed the show or the house down. Now, I know tomorrow... There's going to be criticism on this, how it kept going on and on and on. But you know what? And that some people were leaving. You can see that because, you know, they thought it was over. But so what? We need to celebrate this country every day of our lives because freedom and opportunity like this cannot be found elsewhere in the world. Good night and may God bless America.